and welcome to this very special episode being brought to you as a joint collaboration between both Play Some Video Games and That's Entertaining and is being simulcast on both feeds. So if you downloaded the newest episode of That's Entertaining and you're wondering who this is, it is I, Kevin, from Play Some Video Games, but have no fear, Nathan is also here. How are we doing tonight, Nathan? I'm not doing too bad. How about yourself, Kevin? Oh, I'm just peachy this evening. Uh, we also have two very special guests. Uh, first time I've been speaking with them, so let's give a quick hello to Dave. How are we doing? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Thank you for being here. And last but certainly not least, Jess, how are we doing? Pretty good. Pretty excited. Awesome. So the reason we all gathered here tonight is to discuss Extra Life. So if you're not familiar with Extra Life, uh, it unites thousands of players around the world in a 24-hour gaming marathon to support Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Since its inception in 2008, Extra Life has raised more than $22 million for local CMN hospitals. And since we have one of our very own participating, Nathan himself, and as he's been participating the last couple of years, it seemed right we just dedicated some time to speak about this great cause. So before we dive into the nitty gritty, let's take a little bit of time to get to know our guests here. So Jess, thank you so much for attending. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what Extra Life means to you? Thank you for that introduction. Um, so my name is Jess Bradshaw. I live up north in Canada, um, in Ontario. So I'm sort of a creator of many things. I'm a video game developer with my own company called Spinbite Studios. I am also a cosplayer. I scuba dive. I take photos. Maybe not in that order, though, because that would be weird. <laughs> um, so this is my fourth year participating in Extra Life. And to me, Extra Life is a way that I can sort of pay it forward and give back to the next generation. Uh, people like to focus on the negatives of the gaming community. And this event clearly proves otherwise. So I recently took a leadership position within the Toronto Extra Life Guild. And the amount of energy, dedication, and enthusiasm people sort of bring to the event is truly contagious. Um, the kids we play for are so strong and so tough, and I just really want to do my part to be able to help them beat their mega boss. <laughs> well put. And then our other guest, Dave, here, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and why you chose to participate in Extra Life as well? Thanks. Um, married a uh, couple kids. Uh, I'm turning 47 on Sunday. Uh, network engineer by trade. And I've been gaming since Pong and those terrible little uh, Mattel handheld games that they had <laughs> back in the day. I um, like those little things that had little dicky dicky dicks. Yeah, the little. <laughs> almost look like calculators, but. <laughs> Um, this is my third year with Extra Life, uh, my second year running a team. Um, like Jess, I uh, just started with one of the guilds. I'm local to uh, Boston, um, so I went to their last uh, monthly meeting as a first-timer, and this Saturday I'm going to be going to Granite Con in Manchester, New Hampshire, to try to help uh, recruit some people for Extra Life this year. Ah, very good. It's good to know. See, I have another New Englander on my side then this evening, Nathan, so you're in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, uh, then, Nathan, I guess it leaves up to you. So, uh, you know, why do you participate in Extra Life? What does it mean to you? So, to me, it's 
it's interesting to hear you guys both talk about your reasons behind it, and uh, especially when when Jess made that comment about the Mega Boss. That's that's kind of the yeah. reason, <laughs> because you know, I don't have any kids yet, and but kids are very important to me. I've always liked you know being with kids, hanging around with them, you know, making them laugh, and just you know taking care of my nieces and nephews, and it's it's a fun time. Um, and I know that there's a lot of kids out there that experience, you know, just things that they shouldn't, you know, they, they shouldn't have to deal with the things that are going through the, the issues, the health concerns, the sicknesses, and they're stuck in a hospital and they're, there's, they shouldn't be, they should be outside. They should be playing. They should be doing whatever they should be playing video games, whatever they wanted to do. And the, the, it just breaks my heart to see that. And I had to get involved in some way to do something, and I found Extra Life a couple years ago, or three years ago now, and just kind of went along there and said, hey, you know, this is something that I believe in. It's a great cause. I uh, talked to some people that I work with and some other people, and it's like, yeah, why don't you go ahead and give it a shot? And so I did and went through there. But, you know, it's really the reason why I, I do it is because, like, going and visiting the, the children's hospital and everything just puts things in perspective. A lot of times as gamers, we... We take it for granted that we can game. Uh, there's things that we that we do in our everyday life that a lot of times you you just you don't think about not having an ability to do something, right? But when you when you take a look at some of these kids and and the amount of courage that they display and the 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 difficulties that they endure, but they still smile, they still have the courage to to look at you and smile, and it just doing something for them is what drives me and what motivates me and makes me want to do as much as I can for extra life to do as much as I can for these kids and to help them beat their mega boss. That that's, that's an excellent point, Nathan. And I, I think everybody, well, I mean, maybe not everybody directly, but I think everybody knows of at least one child that's been through something that, you know, isn't a quick trip to the hospital. It isn't, uh, you know, a sprained ankle or, you know, an arm cast or something like that. It's something that's that's longer term. And like you said, it's to see the courage in these kids' eyes is incredible, the, the amount of uh, endurance and what they go through at such a young age. You know, we can't imagine going through it as an adult, let alone as a child who, you know— like you said, they should be outside playing. They should be out using their imagination, whatever the case is, and not having to suffer. But in the event that they do, this is a great cause that goes to help these kids and their families, you know, kind of com- comfort them through this process. So um, so then why don't we take an opportunity here to talk about which uh, charity you guys all um, – kind of play for if you will um so why don't we talk a little bit about your selected charities uh nathan why don't you go first so i play for the children's hospital of illinois it's actually based here not far from where i live in peoria illinois and it's it's a great hospital uh it is i think as far as in the state of illinois other than chicago like the location for for childhood illnesses and diseases, and they do an amazing job there. Um, they have a, a great wing for the kids. Uh, it's I think six six floors, and it's their own wing, and they have just a great you know um, 
system set up there so they can go and get the treatments that they need and they have the kids kind of separated where they don't you know the teenagers don't necessarily always want to be with the five-year-olds and things like that so they have them kind of a really good grouping for them there too but it's uh just a great hospital and a great cause to to work for absolutely uh jess how about you who do you play for so i play for sick kids hospital i sort of here in Toronto. I, I live no, north of Toronto. Um, SickKids is sort of the main the main children's hospital, I guess, of Ontario. It is sort of the big one in Canada. So they're the ones that specialize in the most things that if a kid needs um, special treatment, that's sort of where they're sent to. Um, it is in a great location downtown because it is connected to multiple different hospitals. Um, and I actually just recently, this past weekend, got to have the privilege. Oh gosh, words. Um, the privilege <laughs> to uh, be able to take a tour of it, which was the first time that I was actually able to do that. So it was fairly quiet, um, but we did get to see a few of the patients sort of around the hospital. And our wonderful um, sick kids rep, Tara, she was able to sort of show us all of the the cool things that they're working on there. Like they have sort of a, a digital media recording studio now that they're able to take videos and record their own songs. And they have sort of a, a teenage uh, only sort of similar to what Nathan was talking about, where they're a little able to sort of escape and have sort of their own hangout area. So we're looking at sort of getting the guilds to come in and maybe play some board games and stuff with some of the patients in that room, which would be pretty cool to actually sort of meet those, make those connections between them and sort of have a good time with them. So yeah, then that would be awesome too. Cause it, it always adds an extra layer to what you're doing and why you do it when you actually get to see it and see who you're affecting. So it's, you know, it's, it's honorable for anybody to participate in this and raise money for these kids. But if you actually get some hands on, you get to see the happiness and, and what your, your funds contribute to, I think it adds a whole another layer to the, to the charity, if you will. Uh, so Dave, how about you? Who do you currently play for with your guild? Uh, closest for me is Boston Children's, um, and I have links there. My, um, I have a friend whose um, son was born with a heart defect, and they basically knew before he was born that within days he was going to need open-heart surgery. Um, so I, I can't even explain the stress that they went up went through leading up to the birth of their son and then having to see him at i think 3 days old um have his his rib cage broken apart um you know so they could get into his heart and fix um basically a circulation problem with the way his his heart um was working um <clears throat> i think one thing that's special about Boston Children's is the location on the East Coast makes it um, easy for people overseas, Europe um, especially, um, to be able to fly over if if there's a procedure that maybe isn't isn't um, done well in Europe, um, they can easily fly to Boston, um, get to the hospital. Um, so I think one of the recent emails I got from our li- liaison there, uh, Rosie, mentioned that I think last year they they had something like 2,500 kids from um, from foreign countries come over and get treated in, at Boston Children's. 
Um, I haven't had the chance to do a tour yet, but I, I think um, now that I'm working with the guild, hopefully uh, I'll be able to do that um, sometime in the next couple months. Excellent. Um, so if people aren't familiar with how Extra Life works, so as we said, you know, the, the goal is to have a 24-hour gaming marathon uh, to, to help raise the funds. Um, so what is your current team or guild's fundraising goal, and when are you performing the marathon? Is that all done on the same day, or is it, you know, spread out like you choose when you guys want to participate? How exactly does that work, Nathan? So... It's all taking place technically, like the official day, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, is November 5th this year, right? Yep. Yep. No, that's right. I'm going to do it on the 4th because i got to be different. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, no, I take that Friday off of work and just kind of, you know, I I give myself, you know, that Friday off and then just play games all the day. And then by Monday, hopefully I've recouped and I'm able to, to face work again. Uh, because to me, I, f- I feel like I need two, four days to really get back in the groove of things after doing it. Um, but as far as the team fundraising goal, Dave, what's our team's fundraising goal? Um, we have a modest uh, goal of, of 10000 this year. Um, we came just shy, I think, uh, three or $400 shy of it last year. With a team of 22 people, we're at at least 28 currently. Um, I think our our page shows 28, but several of those are actually teams of two people. Um, we have a few um, stream teams that are doing it together as as basically one person. Um, so the number's probably around 31 or 32 people uh, involved. So I'm hoping that we're we're definitely gonna crush the the 10,000 goal and then reset to 15 or 20. Okay. Um, but we'll see how, how generous people want to be. And I think we should point out for anybody who's interested or considering doing it that this is a, a very flexible thing in that uh, the 24 hours is, although most people say, oh, you're just playing games, as Nathan already pointed out, doing anything for 24 hours um can can be a bit of work and take a lot out of you so um for some people that that doesn't work with their you know with what they have going on so you can also break it up and do two 12 hours if you if you want to it's it's basically up to you um how you handle it so um you can be flexible and um the bigger thing i i don't um, Nathan probably Nathan hasn't bragged on this podcast yet, but um, <laughs> he was the winner on our team last year. Um, I created a trophy. Looking at the trophy that, right now. <laughs> yeah, brag. <laughs> that uh, I wanted to give to the person with the the highest donation total on the team each year. So uh, Nathan took it the inaugur- inaugural year, so it gets to stay at his house for the year. And we'll see uh, come January who who is number one uh, next year. You know, for this year. Gonna keep it. Um, <laughs> I think there's a few challengers, so it will be exciting to keep track of. And um, but so what I was trying to say was I don't I don't I don't think I influence enough people to get a huge amount donation wise. But what I'm trying to do is. 
uh, promote for anybody to to join and do it because the main excuse I hear people give is, "Oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get many donations." And um, I forget the the statistics, but I think the average is only a little over a hundred dollars that the average gamer. Uh, gets in donations from doing this. So the, the point is, the more people we have do it, the more money that comes in. So it, if you're considering doing it, don't don't worry about what it looks like, your, what your total is going to be. The point is that you're doing it and you're trying. And if you enjoy it, like all of us here obviously do, um, year over year, you're going to keep doing it. And you're going to get better response from family and friends, and you get much better at asking for the donations and figuring out ways, you know, to generate the donations. So um, we all have to start somewhere. So don't use that as an excuse not not to start doing that this year if if you're considering it. Absolutely, I agree. I, I, clearly, every little bit counts because Extra Life has raised, as we mentioned before, over $22 million already. So it, it all adds up with the amount of people participating. Uh, now, Jess, are you on the same team as Dave and Nathan, or do you have your own team going? No, so I actually joined the Toronto Guild um, sort of team this year. We're, uh, we're a brand-new guild. Um, so our fundraising goal might not be actually what it's supposed to be considering <laughs> our guild's goal or like our team i guess on on extra life is a thousand dollars and my personal one is 500 sure. so i'm not sure what other people are doing <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so i'm not sure if that's actually up to date or whatnot because we have all kinds of members that are constantly joining our team and right. actually like just today I was talking to a friend of mine who wanted to get involved and didn't really know where to start or what to do and I honestly think joining in with a team is probably one of the best ways because you have a bunch of people who might have been there for years in the past and you might have a bunch of people who are brand new but they're there like the community around Extra Live is incredibly supportive of any type of questions that come out of any concerns at all. Um, I started with a friend of mine and it was a bunch of their friends and I like started that way. And then I did it by myself a year and then got my company involved in it last year. And it just keeps changing. And like at the beginning, I wasn't raising a lot of money. And then last year I raised over a thousand dollars just myself. And so it's one of those things that just build, but it's, for me, it's almost transitioned into letting more people know about it than, obviously, I want donations, but <laughs> it's sort of spreading that awareness. And, and like you said, if we can get more people involved, and even if it's small donations, it's still more people doing it and more people aware of it. So, yeah. And I would say so that I'm... the donations is more of a side uh, thing, right? It's it's really more or less creating the awareness and, like you said, getting other people involved and then just growing this thing out. Because as everyone's pointed out, the more people you get involved, the more that can be given to the children's hospitals. 
I agree 100%. So it's all about the awareness because I think it's more people involved and the more people involved, as you said, the more money it rolls in. Even every little bit counts. Um, so where would somebody go if they want to learn about Extra Life overall? If, if we haven't completely sold them on this podcast, where can we direct them to, uh, Dave, that would get them to some more knowledge about what you guys do? Well, the, their uh, website is extra-life.org. Um, a good source there is, you know, just their informational pages. But um, I think under if you click on the community link, you can also take a look at the forums where everybody who is doing Extra Life is um, posting, you know, um, questions, answering other people's questions, helping people figure out how to how to game for 24 hours what to do um anybody like nathan who's done it for a few years can tell you um that he's probably learned pretty quick things you know like he said he takes friday off um people learn what they need to do in order to be successful for for myself um if you're a family person you got a wife and kids or a husband and kids um, you need their support to do it. You can't, you can't that morning say, "Oh, hey, honey, I'm I'm playing for 24 hours." It it just it doesn't work that way. Or you you won't have a very good day. Let me put it that way. Um, so the first <laughs> day is following do, the event. Yes. Yeah, so the first thing to do is get their get their buy-in and and. I didn't really cover, I guess, my reasons uh, when we were first talking. I mean, the first one was certainly about um, helping sick kids get better. Um, the less obvious one or the self-serving one that I will say is, as a dad, I get about four hours a week where I can fit in some game time. Um, so doing this... Um, allows me to basically cram like six weeks of gaming in, into one 24-hour period. So uh, you will never hear me complain about having to play games for 24 <laughs> hours because it just doesn't happen often. But because I have the support of my family when I do it, it's it's um, I don't have to worry about, about, you know, the daily routine. They take care of stuff last year. Um, they were bringing me stuff home, you know, to make sure I ate lunch and dinner. And um, my wife made sure, you know, my kids got to all their stuff. Um, so um, I can't stress enough if, if you're living with others that you make sure you have their help uh, to do it. Excellent point. Now, I don't think we mentioned it before. So, uh, Nathan, what is your guild's team name if they want to look it up on the website? Well, so our my team name is Team Good for Gaming with the number four, I think. Right, Rob? Yep. It's um, I set up a tiny.cc link. So if they want to just go to uh, tiny.cc forward slash G4G. Um, that will bring them to the team uh, page for Extra Life. And you can see everybody who is a member there. Click on any of them if you want to donate. And if you want to join, we, we welcome uh, anybody that wants to join. The, the more, the merrier. And Jess, how about you? What is your uh, guild's team name and where can they find out more about you guys? Um, my guild's team name is Extra Life TO. Um, and 
basically, uh, a big thing is on Facebook. We do have our own Facebook page to be able to sort of let people know about the local events that we're doing. Um, this next weekend, we're doing like a tabletop because it's tabletop appreciation weekend. Woo! Woo! Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, we're constantly always sort of on there. We're on Instagram. We're all over the place. Um, because we're part of the guild, it's a little bit easier for our team to sort of get our face out there. But we're sort of there to let anybody know about how they can sign up personally or if they want to donate or what they can do to just sort of help out and sort of hang out with us. So, yeah. Perfect. So I guess lastly, then, if anybody would actually like to go ahead and donate and support uh, these people here on the podcast and their goals and their teams, uh, you can go on, as we said, extra-life.org. And in the top, you can search for a player or search for a guild, and you can actually look up Nathan, Dave, or Jess and donate directly to them. And if you really want to support Nathan's quest to keep the trophy for two years going, by all means, feel free to do so. Yeah. So before we wrap all this up, then, is there anything else anybody would like to mention about Extra Life we have not covered as of yet? I had a question for, for Jess and Dave, actually. Uh-oh. So I know how my first marathon experience was. So I have questions. A, how unprepared were you for your first marathon? And B, <laughs> how has it changed in subsequent years? <laughs> You go first, Jess. All right. I, I can go first. I'll jump right into it. Um, so my first year, I think I found out about Extra Life like a week or two before the actual main event. And I was lucky enough to join in when we had 25 hours of gaming, not 24. Um, so I guess like I was, I was fully in university. I was a student and so I totally understood pulling all-nighters so I guess I had a little bit of understanding how the night was gonna go um, I did sort of drag along one of my best friends who isn't a gamer at all and so that was a whole different experience is trying oh, to get no. her to play games <laughs> and like we it got to a point where like she's playing Candy Crush on her phone which is totally a legitimate way of gaming mm-hmm. um, but I started doing like uh, I guess, like, name games. So we would just sit there, and, like, both of us had our eyes closed, and we'd be like, "What? Uh, let's name an animal that starts with every letter of the alphabet. Because we just put in, like, <laughs> we just were not functioning anymore. Um, and it was, like, the aftermath was clear. So, like, I made, I've made it through, and I am so proud to say I've made it through all of my extra life experiences without falling asleep. Um, most of my partners have not. Um, <laughs> but it's the aftermath, and it was just sort of like everyone sort of knows that everyone's going to crash right after. And so I'm a little bit nervous with this year because we're not doing it in someone's home. I'm actually going to Raiders Esports Center in Toronto. And I feel like we're all going to be passed out on, like, the benches and couches after. And he's going to be like, please get out of my restaurant. Like, I need to open a business here. And we're going to be like, no, we're sleeping. What about you, Dave? All right. Um, I can say that I cheated. Um, What I did was I actually did a different marathon first. Um, if I'm remembering right, the first one I did was 8-Bit Salute, which was for Operation Supply Drop. Um, so 
it wasn't technically an extra life marathon, but same thing, 24 hours playing games. Um, I, I asked, I think the right people. So I got, I think I, I got enough answers to know, um, that some of the keys for me were, were planning what I was going to do, um, so that I had things to look forward to, um, making sure that I played multiplayer games, um, so that you're engaged in chat with other people. Um, so I really didn't have a problem. Um, I tend to be a bit of a night owl. So the 24 hour thing, um, I am, I am really tired by the end, but, but I like Jess, I have not uh, fallen asleep. Um, I think it was last year. Um, one of the guys I know from Twitter fell asleep when he was playing. And I, I thought to write down a note that for this year, I wanted to make a rule for our team that if we catch anybody sleeping, it's like a, a they owe an automatic $25 donation to the team uh, just to make that interesting. <laughs> nice. Uh, so what about you, Nathan? Any fun stories or how's, how's your experience gone so far? Uh, so the first year I, yeah, I didn't really know what I was getting into. I, I knew 24 hours was a long time. So I, I came prepared with, uh, Red Bull and beef jerky. And, you know, from, from there I figured I had everything set. I was good to go. Uh, but it quickly turned out, you know, I was playing some multiplayer games online with people, but the times I was playing, just the people that I usually play with weren't on. So I was playing some single player games. I ended up calling one of my buddies over and he he was able to come over after work and he stuck out the rest of the night with me and he helped me stay awake and energized i guess you could say and he uh, one thing that he did that was really nice was uh i was broadcasting it all on twitch and he took over the the laptop and was doing the commenting for me because i don't know about you guys i just can't comment and game at the same time i just i gotta do one or the other so I, I I have a difficult time trying to keep an eye on the chat and then go forward. But he was keeping the chat lively, keeping it going, you know, uh, trying to get some more donations for me that way. And it was just really fun because then there was one time where he he hopped on to play, but I picked up my Wii U paddle and I was I was playing my my Wii U. So I was still I was still gaming, and uh, I even took the Wii U game into to put some pizza in the oven so that way we had some uh, some food because uh, obviously. Another staple and necessity is frozen pizza. And if anyone's doing out there, you need beef jerky, you need uh, frozen pizza, you need Red Bull, and somebody that's crazy enough to come be with you or help you out online or something. <laughs> uh, because the second year that I did it, I didn't have anybody that could come over. Uh, or actually, no, they did come over for just a little bit. We played a little game of Madden. They were here for about an hour, and then they, they left. And, uh, but one of my other good buddies who's been on a few of my podcasts, Carl, he came in and played the entirety of the Halo 5 campaign with me. Uh, so we did that start to finish and, you know, he was just there all, all the time. And it was fun. He, he, he keeps me energized, keeps me laughing. He was falling asleep towards the end of the night. Uh, but I, I kept going because, you know, Red Bull and the other, other thing was like towards the end of it, like I usually start and finish the, the first two years I did it anyway. I started and finished with some Peggle. I don't know why, but Peggle 2 is just like a good way to kind of... You love Peggle. It's so good. It's a good way to kind of uh, ease yourself into it and then wind yourself back down. 
So it's a good, good chill game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so last year I was playing Peggle for like after my twenty four hours, I I started playing Peggle, and then other people started coming on because it was getting early on on Saturday morning, and people were coming into the chat and into my game party and just talking to me. And I was getting so loopy. Like, you guys have no idea. Uh, I get super loopy when I'm tired and just start making weird comments and just laughing at the stupidest <laughs> things. And it was it was hilarious. And I don't even know if it's recorded or not, but uh, some of my friends uh, from Xbox Live were definitely in there. And Ed from the Marriage of the Games popped in there. And it was, it was a fun time because it's just, you know, camaraderie comes out. At that point, it was kind of doing a victory lap in a way, saying, yeah, it's done, I met my goal, everything's good, and it's all well. This year, though, I'm planning on changing things up a little bit. Uh, at this point, my plan is to go to Carl's house and kind of get things going from there and see what we can get set up as far as streaming and doing, like, maybe a two-camera or something set up and get things a little more, you know, got to go bigger, right? But cool. uh, yeah. Uh, before all I was doing was just it was super easy. If if you say I I can't twitch, it's not not true. If you have a PlayStation or an Xbox Four, wait, <laughs> a PlayStation <laughs> <What>? Four <laughs> or an Xbox One, <laughs> you have Twitter or God, I can't talk. Twitch <laughs> built right into your console, and uh, if you have a connector or a camera, even if you don't, I mean you don't need it, uh, but you can just go in there, create a Twitch account, and just stream, and you can do your own your own stream for 24 hours too or like it was mentioned before it doesn't have to be 24 hours uh i i'm all in for the 24 hours and you won't find me sleeping i won't i won't i might still just donate 25 just for the heck of it but you won't find me sleeping dave but i think it's uh it's just i get so energized by the community around it i think jess alluded to it earlier that when you when you get in and talking with people about it you get excited and just so so it's so fun. I have another question for you guys, actually. So, in addition to, obviously, the streaming and trying to get people to, to donate from the stream, what else do you guys do outside of the, the actual event day to pull in donations? Jess? Oh, I was going to throw it to Dave first since I answered the last question first. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Dave. Um, what I've been trying to do is I'm trying to drum up support from, uh, developers and publishers. Um, it's hard to get, talk to say first tier publishers like Activision or EA or Ubisoft, but, um, you talk to indie, uh, game devs and mention that you're doing extra life and, uh, I usually just say, you know, if if you guys have anything you'd be willing to donate towards a cause that would help us generate donations, that would be great. And and um, last year, I had uh, Tommaso from Housemark give me a bunch of codes for one of their games, and um, Steve from Zen Pinball gave me a bunch of codes for pinball tables on a couple of the consoles. Um, so a lot of my stuff is any codes I have. I think I didn't do it this year in past years. I've asked, uh, on Twitter, if anybody's got a code that they're not going to use for a game and they want to donate it, I'll take it. Um, and then I'll usually make up a list and I, I see some of the other people and on other teams that I follow kind of do the same thing during the year. They just kind of amass any codes that they're not going to use and um, they say for a donation of 
five or more or 10 or more, whatever they, they choose, you can pick something off this list and I'll send you the code. Um, one thing I did that was, was a great starter for me this year was um, my son uh, recently discovered the joys of Call of Duty. So he's, he's been playing that nonstop and um, he had a PS4 all his buddies are playing it on Xbox, so he kind of took over my Xbox. So for his birthday, we bought him a um, an Xbox One, and it came with a code for uh, Choose Your Own Game. There was like four different games you could pick. Um, so I just put on Twitter that I wanted to, to take bids for for the code, and um, a couple people got into basically a bidding war, and... Um, we were able to hit, um, I think I ended up getting 55 was a winning bid for it. So, um, that was, seemed like a great way to do it. And I do the usual stuff through the website to send out emails to all my family and friends and, uh, er, any social media I'm on, do the same thing, post the link, um, and ask for donations if, if people want to help out. What about you, Jess? So I've mostly, I guess, sort of gone more like the family, friends, social media route. Um, I've tried a few different things, I guess, in the past. One of them was if they donated, they get to pick from my giant list of games, whether it was tabletop um, or console, Steam, my DS, sort of whatever. And they got to pick a game that I had to play during the 24-hour period. Um, the big thing that I do, and I think it's only my supporters, I guess, that know that I do it, um, is at the end of every Extra Life, I write handwritten cards thanking all of my donors um, and always make it personalized. So the year that I got them to pick out which game, I talked about my experience with that game during that time and sort of the, like the time of night. Um, and I'm always putting in sort of how much I raise uh, versus how much sort of sick kids raises and then how much extra life as a whole um, has raised just because like they are a part of it as much as I am a part of it. So I guess like if people are going to donate to me, um, make sure that you either put your name so that I can in email so I can contact you or send me a message over social media so that I can send you a card to thank you. That's very cool. Handwritten cards. That's a lot of handwritten cards. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My hand hurts, but it's totally worth it. <laughs> All right. So I, I think that brings us to the end of the conversation here. So we want to take a moment. Uh, Jess and Dave, thank you for joining us this evening. And uh, we encourage everybody listening to definitely check out and donate or even participate, as we said, if you can. Uh, every little bit matters. Um, I know we will make sure to post some links and resources on both playsomevideogames.com and that's entertaining.net. So thank you everybody for listening and good night.